You are listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And it is our favorite time of the year. It is. <laughs> um, it's March. March Madness, to be March specific. And uh, we games are starting. I think I think the first game actually just started in the men's tournament. Uh, uh, one of the plans tomorrow. Ah, uh, yes. I keep thinking it's Tuesday already. No. It's, oh, thankfully, it's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. Because, uh, so we're recording early. Uh, like, usually we record on Tuesdays, and then this comes out on Thursdays. But <laughs> March Madness will have already started. We'll be through, like, many games by – well, not many, but, like, we'll be through a couple games by Thursday, and then, like, more games start on Thursday. So, like, the first round starts. So we're going to just, like – dive right in to the tournament and get excited get ready to fill out your brackets in the next couple hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so just kind of looking at the bracket who do you have for your final four i have gonzaga ucla villanova and kansas in the bracket of like friends and then i think at work i had arizona winning it but i don't remember the final four gotcha okay what about you i'm really torn i feel like this year could be a really weird year yes uh or it's maybe like one or two one seeds that make it and the rest are kind of i don't know like two through four or something or even potentially maybe lower i don't know um i picked gonzaga but that's kind of risky because I think even their first game, um, or sorry, not the first game, their second game will could potentially be tough. Um, they'll play the winner of Boise State Memphis, uh, and the Boise State head coach is a former Gonzaga assistant. He hasn't been with Gonzaga for quite a while, but still, he knows the program pretty well. And then Memphis is just kind of clicking at the right time it seems so i think those are both kind of potentially scary bad matchups for us <laughs> uh and then if you get past them like I'm, i wouldn't be too worried about things after that except you're probably gonna face either duke or texas tech and i don't like the idea of a duke matchup you're not worried sh- about yukon or arkansas i'm not maybe i should be more I'm, I'm a bit worried about Arkansas, but um, the must bus does not stop. Not, not really UConn. It probably should be, but um, UConn's like it's they're I sneaky. They're sne- exactly like yeah. they're on their way up right now to being like a really great program, and this could be like their time where they're like, "Yep, yeah, we're here." But I could realistically see them being very great next season. Mm-hmm. But you never know; they heat up at the right time, and it's tough. Yeah. Last year, basically, I'll just say, like, last year looking at our region, I was, like, cool. Not really worried um, until the Final Four. But this year, I'm, like, not worried about the first game. But after that, kind of worried. So, I think it would be definitely more stressful. But then, moving on. Uh, My next pick was Kentucky, but I also kind of waffled between uh, them and UCLA. (laughs) and that's understandable because i went ucla over kentucky there um i think ucla you know they looked really strong last year they looked really strong this season and 
there are some like big names in this quadrant, right? Like Baylor's in there, mm-hmm. UNC, um, Texas, who has been up and down. Um, and so it's like, oh, like this could be really strong. But then you're kind of like, okay, well, it definitely is going to be UCLA and Kentucky um, because I doubt any of these other teams really show up like they do. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know. That that could go either way as well. Um, and then I had tech, Tennessee or Arizona, again, really waffling on that. Yeah. I, like, my head's kind of telling me to pick Arizona, but I'm like, Tennessee is probably upset because they were a three seed. And I think they're peaking at the perfect time. Arizona just lost Kirk Carissa. Who knows, like, how he'll be, when he'll be back or what he's going to look like when he's back. I don't know if you yeah. saw his pictures of his ankle today, but it did not look good. Um, <laughs> so I don't, that could also go either way. And then I guess Kansas is the one that I'm most confident in out of the four regions. Really? Because you know, Kansas is probably going to be playing Iowa and Iowa's yeah. pretty okay. They are, but I think Kansas is better. I think Abaji will be the difference maker. Okay, that's. I, I mean, know. that's fair. Who's like this? <laughs> I, obviously, you're being realistic in these. Who you think you're going to be in your final four? But like, who's that Cinderella team? I know you're a Gonzaga fan, yeah. but like, who's the Cinderella team? You'd be like, I'd be happy to see them make it to the Sweet Sixteen or even the Elite Eight. Um, Davidson. Okay. <laughs> I think that would be my pick. What about you? That's. I don't think they're going to even make it past the first round, really. Um, <laughs> but really? Good, I, you know, I don't know. I, I can't really give, like, a really solid, like, Davidson is, like, good or bad. I mean, obviously, they're in the tournament. They're 10th seed. then so, like, they're good. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I don't, I do in this bracket, the one for the friend group one, mm-hmm. I have them beating Michigan State. But then, like, immediately losing to Duke. Like, I don't see them beating Duke. Okay. Unless somehow Cal State Fullerton pulls off the See, upset of the tournament. <laughs> I feel like Davidson could beat Michigan and they, I don't know. I think they could be sneaky against Duke. I really do not have a lot of confidence in this Duke team. That's fair. Um, That's fair. To be honest. Although I also don't want to play them again. So I don't know what that says. Mostly I just don't want to play them again because I feel like. The referees are going to be incredibly frustrating to watch officiate Duke games in this tournament. That checks out. <laughs> and I don't want that to be part of our situation, so. That's fair. That's fair. But. Um, <laughs> the Cinderella team that I want to make it, they got to make it out of the the first four. Okay. Boy, howdy. My beautiful Wyoming Cowboys (laughs) have made it into the NCAA tournament. I know it's very exciting that, again, Gonzaga was a given. Wyoming making it in. Oh, my God. I (laughs) have been elated for days. I'm like, oh, they're so good. Like, even when they were at the top of the Mountain West with Boise State, I'm like, oh, my God. Boise State and Wyoming are both going to the tournament. Um, So it's very exciting that the Mountain West has four teams in. And so naturally... um, I would probably lose my mind tomorrow night if Wyoming beats, or (laughs) now it's going to be today, but if Wyoming beats um, Indiana, oh my God. (laughs) I will be running around shouting, who's your daddy? (laughs) Wyoming to everyone. So um, I will be unbearable. And so 
truly, that is my prayer that Wyoming makes it and has a good run. <laughs> I would love that for you. Thank you. I, I think that would be fun for America, right? Like people forget that Wyoming's a state and that's fair. <laughs> Even though mm-hmm. it's just a big square in the middle of this like country, but it's great. <laughs> They're a fun team to root for. They're a fun team to watch. And it's like, it's impressive because the coach is new. Um, like it, it's very early on and to like do so successful, um, in the even in the first couple of years at a school, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. He came from UNC Greeley for folks who are unfamiliar with the region, <laughs> the University of Northern Colorado, Greeley, and Greeley smells really bad, but they do okay, and they're in the Big Sky Conference, I believe. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think he did really well there. So I'm hoping he can do just amazing things here at Wyoming, and so far he's proving to do that. Jeff Lindler. <laughs> Very nice. I I really hope they uh they uh win a game or two for you. Thank you. I hope they just if I mean I don't believe they could really go all the way. I don't think any like even Loyola when they had their run a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like they made it to the Elite Eight. Yeah, just, Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Okay. So yeah. I think realistically any Cinderella team would make it to like the Elite Eight this season. I do think it's going to be like one of these top seeds that's going to make it to mm-hmm. the national championship. Yeah. I want to say the seed, the winner of the tournament this season is going to be predictable, but not necessarily the final four. I just don't know which of the one seeds I think is going to win it all. I, I think that's fair. I feel very strong like i feel like it's going to be a a west coast team that wins arizona or gonzaga arizona or gonzaga or ucla UCLA. um i think that one of them will get it like i did not necessarily put that in my i as i fill out brackets i kind of just go like okay who realistically is gonna win this game um but that's just because it's like okay this this is the bracket it's gonna be busted i'm not really like whatever i mean i attached to my brackets but like after i've filled i've filled out a couple today and i'm like sitting here thinking like yeah i think that a west coast team arizona i I think will be the one the one i did for work i was like how did i end up with arizona no it doesn't matter oh team out of the west is going to win it because even though the pac-12 plays itself every year (laughs) um (laughs) i think they're going to deliver this this tournament that might be like misplaced optimism but i'm good with it yeah we'll see i would like it to be a west coast team but (laughs) it's good pr for west coast basketball yeah uh what else women's basketball switching gears unless you had any more thoughts on the men's side no that was that was it uh okay well on the women's side it seems like Women's basketball is more reliable in that, I mean, obviously there are upsets, but it seems like the one seeds are all above and beyond very solid teams. Yeah, I I agree with that statement. So who do you have in your final four? So South Carolina, because they deliver, they're great, Mm -hmm. they're really good. 
I have Stanford, I have NC State, and then I have, um, I believe, Baylor. Like, I think that Baylor was... Okay, the two seeds. So, over Louisville. 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 Louisville, I never, yeah, I, never yeah, I, right. <laughs> I think Baylor will come out of that. Um, just and that might be me just being like, they've always been so successful. Baylor will <laughs> win, so that that's like a recency bias there. Yeah, I'm standing by it. Who, who are the <laughs> four that you think are going to the final four? Uh, I was kind of leaning towards what you were thinking as well, honestly. Um, I, th- I think that I would say South Carolina or Stanford to win it all. Okay. Um, it seems like Stanford is very heavily favored. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I don't know. It would be nice to see the Gonzaga and um, CU women's teams do well. I, I can see, like, I think they'll do all right. I think Gonzaga will beat Nebraska. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> uh, maybe that's just me crapping on Nebraska for no good reason. But I think I, yeah. it's, I think Gonzaga will get that one. Um, I'm guessing CU would lose to Iowa in the second uh, round. I, I think that, yeah, I think Iowa State for sure is going to beat UT Arlington. Yeah. And then I could see Colorado beating Creighton. I will definitely beat Illinois State. So and then I don't think that I think Iowa State will beat Georgia. So mm. I can see Colorado getting to a game. They can get a couple games in. I'm like looking at this bracket talking through this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it seems like Gonzaga is pretty much set up for a second round exit, but we'll see. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, you never know. Like, who could like this could be the upset, right? Like, I Maybe. don't know. I don't know much about Albany, but like, in I mean, there aren't as many upsets in women's, mm-hmm. but like it happens, and it happens to a one seed. So, <laughs> if I was gonna guess any of them that might drop the ball, I could see it being. Yeah, I could see it being Louisville. <laughs> Of the the four one seeds, like, I do think that South Carolina is going to get whatever bubble team gets in. Um, I think Stanford's got Montana State, and I think NC State has that bubble team. So, um, yeah, let's hope that Louisville drops the ball against Albany, uh, Gonzaga beats Nebraska, and then Gonzaga makes it in three rounds. That would be nice. (laughs) That'd be great. That'd be, we'd like to see it. And like, I don't know, the buffs could make it that far. Um, Anything could happen. That's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's what makes it the slogan of March. (laughs) It's true. March is like the most optimistic time of year. (laughs) It is. For us, at least. Yeah. So we'll see. It's, yeah. It, it'll be a bunch of good games. I hope that they don't, when it comes to scheduling, it's not the women and men aren't competing for competing. Yeah, time. exactly. Because, like, yeah. it'd be good to catch all of these games. They're all going to be really good, um, especially as we're getting into the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight games. They should all be really fun and exciting games. 
uh, switching gears to the NFL, they just cannot take the back seat for two minutes, can they? No, they are the drama. Like the entire <laughs> league is the most dramatic of any league. Yeah. So first you have Aaron Rodgers. I can't remember what day this was, but you had Aaron Rodgers saying that he is sticking with the Packers. Yep. And then that news is eclipsed by the Russell Wilson to the Broncos news. I think it was hours later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that took over, completely took over the media cycle, basically, for sports. Um, so that was how it started. And then yesterday, yesterday, right? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Tom Brady, uh, during the selection show, tweets that he's come to the conclusion that now is not the time for him to be on the sidelines and step away from the NFL and he will be returning this season. I hate it here. <laughs> like, it's like, you couldn't have picked a different, you couldn't wait until today. No, no, he could not have because Tom <laughs> Brady is like, and at that level, I think it's fair to say that if you're a professional athlete, you were a performer to some point. And by, mm-hmm. I don't mean like you perform in like you, you have like this public persona of like, Oh, I'm an athlete. Like, yeah, you have that, but also you have to be a little bit extra. And um, Tom Brady has to uphold his of being just more extra than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like he, even when he announced his retirement news, remember how like dramatic that was where like the news broke and he's like, no, 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 I don't really know whatever. And then like a day later, he's like, okay, yeah, I am retiring. And it's like, Oh my God, sit down. We give you attention like eight months out of the year. Let everyone else have their moment. He started black history month off with his retirement news. Come on now. No one cares. We're celebrating other things. Yeah. He, uh, just brings a drama, I guess is what you'd say. He he definitely does. And it feels like a Brett Favre situation. Mm-hmm. Except it was like, was it even a month? It was six weeks. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing that bothers me more. So it's like the span of time, but I think it's like what you would kind of compare it to. It's like, okay, well I understand a little bit because it's like, you don't, you probably don't know if you're actually ready until you make the decision and you're living that life. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of similar to like, if you're not happy in a job, or in a relationship, you, like, leave that or find something else or whatever. But then sometimes people are like, well, like, the grass isn't greener or, like, I should have, shouldn't have, like, broke up with that person. I made a mistake, whatever. So I, I do understand it somewhat because I think it's, like, kind of a similar type situation. It's probably kind of impossible to know how you're actually going to feel about it until you do it. And then clearly he's like, well shouldn't have done that so i don't know it's more so that i don't don't mind that he decided to come back it's the the timing of these announcements as you said (laughs) yes like no matter what i would have been like annoyed that he's like i'm gonna come out of retirement i'd be like oh my god because we're tired of seeing him yeah and and the news always being about him yeah and it's just like i the fact that it was just like six weeks he was like ah I can't, like, he could have sat on this. He could have been like, I don't really know, and spent the next couple of months, like, still working out and still, like, ruminating, if you will, on whether or not he wants to, like, continue to be 
a professional athlete or like live laugh love in other ways and instead he like has to do the announcements at the most inopportune times um and like if he did it if he had again announced today still would have been annoyed but would have been like less annoyed that he was taking away the light the limelight from like other things his michigan wolverines are in this tournament come on now Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't care about that, though. Uh, no, that's that's a fact. <laughs> I don't feel like I ever hear him talk about Michigan and being an alumni of Michigan. Um, and maybe because I don't like listen to him on the reg, but plenty of professional athletes talk about their alma mater at nauseum. So, how do you feel about right. Russell Wilson coming to Denver? I know it's, it makes you sad because, like, you're a Seahawks fan. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't want him to leave, but if he was going to go somewhere, I'm glad it's here. Yeah. I have a lot of friends here that are Broncos fans, but uh, it definitely, definitely stings. More so just the fact that Pete Carroll and John Schneider essentially were chosen for the future of the team over him, but I don't know. Maybe they were thinking, like, all right, well, Russell Wilson has... I don't know, how many more good years of football do you think Russell Wilson has in him? I don't know. It's hard to say. It kind of depends on on injuries and whatnot. Pretend, you know, yeah. knock on wood, hopefully he stays healthy. But um, I think probably the next few years would be ideal if he wants to win another Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe Denver will get that Super Bowl this year. That's cautiously optimistic. Yeah. It's more so like if the Seahawks um, pick us, I shouldn't say pick, but um, if a certain individual is the quarterback of the Seahawks next year, I will not be following the team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think you would agree with me on that. Uh, uh... We're talking about Deshaun Watson. Uh, I can't see him going to the C- that's like, I mean, that's I hope that they would not. I would hope they would not like when sacrifice their like morals for him. But I don't know. It's also like since the criminal charges didn't stick, basically, I can't think that kind of opens the door up for teams to be like, well, the court of law found it like said he wasn't guilty so like we don't have to act like anything happened (laughs) Mm. you know yeah but i did see something about um one of the seahawks play well um colin kaepernick was like saying that he needed some receivers for for routes um because he was like trying to get better and whatever and i did see that uh tyler lockett volunteered himself and his brother for that so i don't know <laughs> see that wouldn't be a terrible decision right like we just we need a we need a temporary fix at this point did, like, Colin kaepernick that could be he could be the guy and not just like he could be the guy because like it would be interesting the seahawks need a quarterback but like he fits the vibe of seattle like yeah you know it's a west coast fairly liberal city Mm-hmm. fairly seems like the wrong word it's a very liberal city <laughs> <laughs> that he would be very well received even if he was not great 
Um, I feel like the, the fan base would be like, yeah, you know what? We we vibe with him. Like he was unfairly treated. He should have a job or he should have had a job in recent years and he didn't. And I can see that being a good fit, even though I don't know if he would be the best. And that's just because of age. And even when he was like doing really well in the NFL, like he still was not the best quarterback. Like he was yeah. good. I mean, he played professionally, but it's not like he was uh, like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady as it pains me to say that, like he, he wasn't quite there, but like, still good, good solution. Good fix. Deshaun Watson. I don't know. That's a, that's going to be tough because how do you, how do you rationalize that as a team, even though like to your point where they could just say like, well, the courts, you know, said this, but then it's still like, well, you still have fans that are unhappy because he did something wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seems like it's like, do you want that? It seems like it's kind of going to be a lot of media attention on whatever team um, ends up with him. And it's like, do you want, do you want to deal with that? That's one of the things too, to consider beyond the moral aspect of it. But <laughs> I don't know. We will see how things shake out. Um, Maybe the Patriots yeah. will pick him up. <laughs> That'd be sure. <laughs> so they don't what care else? if the media is paying attention to them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of other teams that are like people don't care about right now. Yeah, I think the Panthers were another team that were in talks with him, but we'll see. Oh, uh, they're going to get rid of Cam <laughs> again. <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, well, like the draft is coming up next month. So maybe that'll be. Yeah. That'll be a helpful like, oh, these teams got quarterbacks. They don't need to pick up Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see we shall see um yep. big big NFL news even though they are not in season right now and people really should only be talking about basketball yeah <laughs> um so as we're only talking about basketball what's your game of the week uh we already kind of went over up Wizzy State and Memphis just interested to see which which team wins that game I think it'll be a really good one and what about you I mean we also I got a little too heated. Wyoming, <laughs> Indiana, let's go. I'm hoping Wyoming wins. Um, these games are in the next couple of days. The next couple of days are like a lot of games all at once. So plan accordingly. Make sure you plan bathroom breaks and snacks. <laughs> yeah, important. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have a hot take this week? My hot take of the week is <laughs> that <laughs> you should be allowed to ice someone at any point in your life like there's no occasion where it's like not acceptable to ice another adult <laughs> has this happened recently in your life or um so i and some friends were trying to ice someone at a part at a party of adults so it's not like it was mm-hmm. an inappropriate place and someone in the house was like hey this isn't a party and i'm like nope it is that's why someone got iced also <laughs> we should just be icing people in our day-to-day lives to keep it fresh, you know? Um, So that might be a childish take. So that's probably my hot take of the week. Um, (laughs) What's, what's your hot take? Um, That's definitely an interesting one. Um, My hot take is that this has come up in conversation recently and there should be a limit on the number of brackets you can submit. Each, Each person can submit 
like via the CBS app or ESPN or whatever. I think per email address, you should be able to submit no more than two brackets on each of these platforms because inevitably every year there are people who complete like five or 10 brackets and then decide that they should brag about how well their bracket's doing without providing the context that they completed five to 10 brackets. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if you want to complete that many, fine, but then you have no right, I don't think, to talk about how well your bracket's doing. Because it's like, okay, well, yeah, if you have a sample size of five to ten brackets, of course one of them's going to be doing well. That's true, because at least, like, you've (laughs) got one quadrant right in one of them. So, (laughs) that's my hot take, is that, like, CBS, per email address, no more than two brackets submitted. That is a very hard line. Like, you can use the same bracket and be a part of, like, ten different pools if you want. But oh man, I do different brackets for every pool I enter. See, I'm. <laughs> I think there should be some structures in place. Oh my gosh! <laughs> to protect the integrity oh my gosh. of these pools. <laughs> okay. Because otherwise, it's like, what are we doing? Play a game. But it is for money in most cases. I don't ever do any sports betting for money because okay, well, college if, athletics broke me. Well, that's but, fair. Um, if it's money, then you're just like, it's now your own money you're either. losing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's like, it almost feels like things are rigged with, with how, what's allowed at this point. I, I like, I see what you're saying. I like, it's like I well, you're it. bound to hit in one of these. It's you could, true. you could pay $10 to be a part of 10 different, pools hundred dollars total odds are you're gonna win one of them god i hope so and then you're gonna and then you're gonna recoup your hundred dollars and more like a lot of people bet a lot of money on sports we're not those people but a lot of people do (laughs) i'm just saying we gotta level the playing field here a little bit my god (laughs) people are out here like acting like they know so much when they really are just like, I made a guess. I liked their logo. <laughs> so that's my hot take. Off the, jump, jumping off the soapbox. Um, hot take. What, uh, what beverage, adult beverage, are you enjoying lately? Or do you plan to enjoy while taking in these games? <laughs> while watching these games, I'm probably going to go with a light beer or a light wine so I don't mm-hmm. fall asleep. Um, but what I have enjoyed, because it was cold up until like noon today, um, when it hit 70. And <laughs> um, so I've been drinking red wine. So I tried this wine. It's called Unwind. Um, it's mm. a Cabernet Sauvignon. And it was so good. It was like very fruity, but not too sweet, not too heavy. And I think I had like two glasses, which I don't typically do for like a red wine in one go. Because mm-hmm. it like gives me a headache and I well I fell asleep halfway through the first class typically um so this was it was very good that does sound nice yeah what have you been enjoying and what will you probably drink while you watch the zags um well 
I this is kind of like a late to the party uh, pick, but <laughs> <laughs> I until like I don't know maybe a few weeks ago I had never had the truly lemonades. Okay. Um, and wow, are they refreshing? <laughs> oh, they don't cool. they don't have hardly any sugar in them, oh, which is a key for me if if it's a seltzer or like a cider or something like that yeah. or like a canned cocktail. Got to be low sugar content. Um, yeah. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have one of those, um, but like it, it doesn't really have an, that kind of like cheap alcohol taste that sometimes seltzers do. Um, it really just tastes like a light, refreshing, like carbonated lemonade. Um, Yum. Combined with the low sugar, that's my pick. That's an excellent pick, especially as we're going into like peak sports watching time and you want to have not a lot of sugar going into your body as you're drinking. Yeah. And you can like, I don't know if you're watching games for hours at a time, like you can, you know, enjoy a few over several hours and you're going to be fine. You know, man, love that. I'll have to try that. Whereas if you go a cocktail route or something that I don't think that's the best for long hours of no. <laughs> watching sports. No. Uh, with groups of people. But do we do each their own? <laughs> I mean, like, we won't yuck your yum, but, like, you got to think about lasting more than a game. Like, yeah. Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday, it's going to be games all day, every day. <laughs> you just got to get ready. <laughs> Have some sparkling water during the work day. And yeah. then get to the end of the day, get some wings. And you get, have to be strategic. Get, yes, for sure. There is the <laughs> there's a lot of strategy involved in planning for March Madness. So yes. food, food is very, very important part of the experience. It's true. Very true. You don't want anything that's too heavy for food. Because, you, again, you don't want to fall asleep and miss the games because they're going to be late. Especially if you're on, like, the East Coast. Mm-hmm. This is when it's inconvenient to be on the East Coast because games yep. start at like 8 p.m. Yep. If anyone has a good gluten-free wing recipe, <laughs> please send it my way. <laughs> That's probably one of the bummers about all this. You can't just like get like – I'm a big boneless wing person and obviously those are nuggets. all – I know, but they're all breaded. Yeah. And sure. that's a no-go. <laughs> Even like buffalo wings, they're not breaded. Look, if you get, I just really like boneless, boneless wings, uh, and all the boneless wings are breaded. Yeah. If you got regular buffalo wings, it'd be okay, depending on the sauce, because a lot of the sauces have gluten. Oh. But, um, but yeah. Okay. So, That's good to know. <laughs> uh, personal plugs, anything? Uh, you know the huge hit up the tailgate society for all your sports needs, um, as well as just like pop culture and all the great things, um. Once we get through basketball season, which, you know, goes until June, um, July, but, you know, by then, you know, email us. Let us know if there are some random sports you want us to talk about. We already have talked about a good number. Um, You know, the Olympics were last month, and we have talked about curling. We got you ready a year in advance. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, So let us know. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Send us bigger than sports moments. Tell us about crazy things that you think we should be talking about. Um, and that's all I've got for plugs. Uh, I don't have anything. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Enjoy the tournament. Be strategic. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.